Hello, Miami Dolphins fans. It's Bart coming right back at you with another episode of the Back Row Dolphins Show. And today we are going to talk about team needs in free agency. We're not going to talk about the draft much quite yet, but I do want to start the show out by inviting you all to come check out the Back Row Sports Network. We have the Green Bay Packers show getting ready to fire up, the Back Row Jets show, Back Row Eagles show, Back Row Patriots show, Back Row Giants show, and Back Row Browns show are all up and running. Half of those are on Apple Podcasts. All of them are on Podbean, Stitcher, and other places. Spotify, most of them are up there. So if one of those teams interests you, by all means, check out your team on the Back Row Sports Network. We will have 32 teams up and running at some point in the near future. So that being said, let's go ahead and get down to business with the Miami Dolphins this week. So the way we are going to build this team, I say we as if I'm a general manager. Sign me up, guys. Let me get in there, do some scouting. Just kidding. I'm not 100% qualified to do that. I'm sure they have the right folks for that. I like talking on microphones about things that I enjoy. So here we go. Miami Dolphins, some low-key signings that could free up the draft. I think the point of free agency is not only to improve your team, but you want to free up the draft. So that being said, if we spin correctly, we could have a fantastic draft Uh, Drafting for need is one thing that, if done correctly, can really work out by drafting uh, certain guys if they fall. But we want to be able to take the best player available, and we could do that if we nail free agency by signing the right guys at the right prices. So let's start out at quarterback. Is there anyone that we should sign at quarterback in free agency? I think the answer is yes and no. I don't believe that we should just rest on Ryan Fitzpatrick and draft a quarterback. I I think there's a possibility of improving the team right away. I know Jameis Winston is not the best caretaker of the football, but man, his ceiling is so high. It might be worth talking to him just to see where that can lead. Teddy Bridgewater Teddy Bridgewater is a guy that I'm actually really high on if this Miami Dolphins team is going to build from the O-line up. Why not bring in Bridgewater, build the O-line, blah, blah, blah. I talked about these guys last week. I'm not going to spend much time on them, but I I would not be upset if Miami brought either one of those guys in and just worked on making a better team around the quarterback. But I get it. Again, like last week, quarterback is super important. So let's just assume they're going to draft a guy and move on. Okay, running backs. Running back is a place that I do feel we could spend some money on. I talked about Melvin Gordon last week, but let's talk about some other guys because we need more than one running back on this team. We actually could use, if we're going to draft a rookie, we could actually use a couple guys that could be paired up with a rookie as to not put the full load on him right away. Uh, Isaiah Crowell, a guy that's been forgotten about. He's a free agent. He tore his Achilles uh, last season with Oakland, but 
Isaiah Crowell has flashed serious talent. So if he can come back from the torn Achilles and play at a decent level again, this is a low key, low cost signing. And listen, you may be saying Isaiah Crowell, are you, are you kidding me? No, I mean, we need more than one running back. Who's on the team right now that you're comfortable with at running back? Miles Gaskin, he showed flashes, but that's really it. Patrick Laird, maybe a couple flashes, but we could use a couple guys in camp to battle out to see if the only reason they showed flashes is because it's all we had. So Isaiah Crowell, I'd like to see him signed, brought into camp to compete for a spot. Devonta Booker, Devonte Booker of Denver, he's a free agent. Never really got that much of a chance. That could be because he's not that good. It could also be just the way things trickled down. Philip Lindsay was a surprise. Uh, Royce Freeman was drafted to be the guy. Devonte Booker kind of fell behind. So Devonta Booker, I still think is a guy that could possibly play a decent role on a team in the league. So I would actually love to see a rookie like J.K. Dobbins. Probably not going to happen. Crowell, Booker rounding out the running back room just to see what we can squeeze out of those guys. Both low cost. We want to spend low where we can. Now, granted, if they go out and get Melvin Gordon or Derrick Henry, I will be thrilled because even though those are pricier options at the position, we're still not spending a ton of money on big name guys like Jadavian Clowney. Again, I'm going back to last episode just a little bit. Uh, I'm also going to go back to the last episode a little bit on another name, Wide receiver, I think we're mostly okay there. We do need to re-sign Isaiah Ford. He's still a project that I don't think we should give up on. But Brashard Perryman, I think he's only going to command about $8 million a year. We're not going to have Preston Williams for a while. So Brashard Perryman could be a guy paired up with Devontae Parker that we might be able to compete at a little bit of a higher level in 2020. Just enough of an improvement in our wide receiver core to keep things going and possibly progress. Now, offense I'm not too concerned about spending the money on. Defense and O-line is where I'm very concerned about Miami using some of that $88 million to improve the team. Uh, the guards currently on Miami's team, Michael Dieter and Shaq Calhoun, those guys were okay for rookies, and it looks like we could develop them in 2020 to be even better than they were. They were okay, but they have the upside to be solid starting guards. So those guys I'm okay with. I think another year would make those guys okay. Granted, that doesn't mean we rest on our laurels. There's still guys out there. Joe Thune is a guy that we're reportedly targeting uh, who can play anywhere. It wouldn't be able to enable us to mix and match pieces on that line. But we need tackles. We need a center desperately. So tackles I'm looking at in free agency. Jack Conklin out of Tennessee. This guy has Pro Bowl ability, but he's going to be less than Pro Bowl price. He's only 26 years old, but his career has been derailed by injuries. But he does have a Pro Bowl season under his belt. And at that age, I think we could look to spend a mid-level contract on this guy, get him in, and hope that he can stay healthy and play at that high level we've seen him play at before. That's a guy that I would love to see Miami bring in. As far as center goes, Connor McGovern out of Denver, another 26-year-old. This is a guy that's never had a big contract. 
He has simply developed. I believe he was a fifth-round pick out of Denver, not out of Denver, into Denver. But he has developed over the past couple years. He had zero penalties and only allowed one sack in 2019. This could be a guy we don't have to spend a ton on that could solidify the center position for years to come. Another guy actually could play center or guard is Graham Glasgow of the Lions. It does look like he's in high demand at the moment. A lot of teams sniffing around Glasgow, but he's a 27-year-old, has developed, again, not a high draft guy, not a ton of capital in this guy, but he has developed. He allowed one sack in the last two seasons. That's the kind of guy we need on our team. Also, again, you can switch him around center to guard, move him around, free guys up, and it would really help our team. As far as left tackle goes, unless we are going to trade for uh, the guy out of Washington, Trent Williams, unless we're going to trade for a guy, we need to draft a guy. One of those first-round picks absolutely has to be a left tackle, and I, I believe that's the way to go. I would not sink a ton of money on the free agent market this year on a left tackle. Drafting one is the way to go, in my opinion. So if we could make some of those moves low-key, like I said, Connor McGovern, not going to cost a ton. Glasgow's price could go up a little bit, and Jack Conklin should be a mid-level contract. Bring all three of them in. We need offensive linemen that bad. So bring some guys in. We've got to at least sign two. We've got to at least sign two guys that could start for this team and draft at least one tackle. Let's move on to the defensive line. Defensive line, a lot of the guys on the free agent wire are very pricey for low production. I believe this is another area we need to tackle in the draft. But if we are going to look for some low-end guys that could pan, not pan out. I, I'm getting ready to say a name that I know it's unlikely he will pan out. But Noah Spence of the Buccaneers and I think he spent last season with someone else. He has not panned out anywhere he's went. He was a high upside prospect, never really done a whole lot, but he's still young. And if there's one thing that I've seen over all my years of watching football, the defensive ends and D linemen, sometimes the development curve is much later. Sometimes you bring in that journeyman that's 27, 28, and all of a sudden things click and that lineman becomes a pressurized force on your line pressurized? Pressurized? I don't know if that's the right thing to say. He creates pressure out of nowhere. You weren't expecting a lot, but you get a lot out of guys like that. So Noah Spence, there's going to be guys that we have to kick the tires on to bring into camp. Noah Spence is one of those guys I would not mind seeing us kick the tires on. Now, as far as a signing that would cost a little bit of money, not just kicking the tires, Jerron Reed. Uh, he's a free agent out of Seattle. This guy has been very good for quite a while. Not extremely productive, not a Pro Bowl every year type of talent, but he's a very solid defensive tackle, nose tackle. And if we brought him in, it would enable us to take Devon Godshaw, who's been an absolute revelation for where he was selected a few years ago. We could move him outside. Currently, it does say we run a 3-4. So if we have Godshaw and we have Taco Charlton on the other side, bring in a guy like Jerron Reed, solidify that lineup a little, draft a couple guys still. We need upside at those positions, but Jerron Reed 
would enable us to do a lot of things on the defensive line to make it better. That's really the only guy I see in free agency that I really want to see him spend some money on. So we'll see. I, I really, really hope we see reports that Miami is talking to Jerron Reed. I think that would be a major signing for our defense. All right, moving on to the linebackers. I think we're set inside with Jerome Baker, who's been a revelation, and Raekwon McMillan, who actually graded out extremely well against the run last season. Those guys are developing, getting better. They're both healthy. Inside linebackers, pretty much set. We could find a few depth signings, maybe bring in Tahir Whitehead, just released from the Oakland Raiders. He's not a starter in the league anymore, but he could be a very good backup uh, at the inside linebacker position. Don't discount Sammy Guavin, uh, one of those cast-offs from a different football league that we got last year. This guy played pretty solid as a rookie and is a guy that we need to look to continue to develop. Charles Harris, also a guy we're just kind of waiting. It's a wait-and-see thing. Is he ever going to live up to his draft capital? He was a first-round pick, or is he a bust? Obviously, he's going to be on the team. He's cheap. But we do need to look for more outside linebackers. Again, this is another spot, pass rusher in particular, that we need to focus on in the draft. But if there is a guy that I'm looking at that would be a cheap signing that we could bring in for some competition, it's Nicholas Morrow, another cast off from the Raiders. This guy, when given an opportunity, has played pretty well. And again, he's not going to cost a ton of money. So if we re-sign Vince Beagle, which I think is a must, I think we we traded for him. He played okay. Let's continue to give him a chance. Beagle, Nicholas Morrow, let these guys compete with a couple rookies, see what we got. Morrow should be cheap. He's only 25, but he has shown flashes. And we need to bring in guys that have shown flashes. Let's not drop all our money on guys that are 30, 31, 32 years old that are super proven. Let's bring in guys that are younger and have shown flashes and continue to do this rebuild the right way with young upside and somewhat savvy early veterans, but no older veterans. Let's just get going with guys that could surprise like Beagle did last year. That's really all I'm looking at at the free agent wire at linebacker. Again, another spot we need to focus on in the draft. All right, so moving on to the cornerback position, this is where I think we need to spend big. Listen, rookies, rookies, rookies. You draft rookies at the cornerback position, and it typically takes them a few years to pan out if they're ever going to turn into shutdown corners. Rarely do you see a cornerback come in and be a shutdown corner from day one outside of a guy like Denzel Ward. It's just rare to find. So this is where we need to spend some money Chris Harris is out there, Logan Ryan, James Bradbury, Byron Jones. Spend it. Spend the money to get one of these guys. Spend it quick, hit fast. As soon as free agency opens, one of these guys needs to be a Miami Dolphin. We need someone opposite of, of Xavier Howard, who still has some legal troubles hanging over his head, I believe. So this is a position of priority in free agency. I don't want to tackle this in the first couple rounds of the draft. I want to see this get taken care of quickly and effectively with one of these big names. And that's it. I don't want to kick the tires on anyone else. I want one of these guys on Miami. It's a must. You've got the money. Make it happen. On to the safeties. Safeties, kind of the same thing. I wouldn't mind seeing this team spend big on Justin Simmons. Justin Simmons, a very good safety. 
He deserves a big contract. We've got the money to pay him. Imagine if we have Xavier Howard, Justin Simmons, one of Chris Harris, Logan Ryan, or James Bradbury, or Byron Jones. There's the majority of your defensive backfield set for years to come. It's a no-brainer. Spend your money on those positions where you can get instant returns and draft guys that give you a better chance of instant productivity on the offensive line, running back, and pass rushers. And use the draft to get instant impact guys. So as far as guys that I would like to see signed that could provide major upside, if we pass on Simmons or even if we don't pass on Simmons, I mentioned Carl Joseph last week. I think that's a great signing for a mid-level contract. Sean Davis, uh, he's coming off a season-ending injury, but Sean Davis out of Pittsburgh has shown that he can be a player in this league. But unfortunately, with the trade of Minka Fitzpatrick, that knocks Sean Davis out of Pittsburgh. He's He's a free agent anyways. But that would be great if we get rid of Fitzpatrick, we get that first, we use that on an instant impact position, either running back or offensive line, And then we bring in the guy that lost his job, Sean Davis, and he produces at a high level. That would be a very good look for the Miami Dolphins. And it's a guy that I really have had a lot of faith in. He just needs to stay healthy, and he needs that second chance on his second team. Clayton Fidegulum, that's another guy. I know you haven't heard that name in a while, but Clayton Fidegulum showed flashes with the Cincinnati Bengals before they drafted Jesse Bates III. This guy played pretty well. He's young. All these guys are young. The kind of guys we want to bring in. Fidegulum could pay some big dividends, and I think he'll come a lot cheaper. So Clayton, Fidegulum, love saying that name. Want to be uh, sitting on my couch on Sunday saying, Fidegulum, do you see that hit by Fidegulum? Fidegulum. Sounds like a drug that you can get with a bunch of side effects. Fidegulum. Could cause nausea, headache, pain, abdomen pain, AIDS, HIV, death. Fidegulum. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this episode of the Back Road Dolphins show. Just some free agent targets I'd love to see us bring in. Let me know who you want to see us bring in. Follow me on Twitter at BackRowFins, F-I-N-S. Let me know who you want to see come into the Miami Dolphins, compete for a job, and hopefully make our team a whole lot better. Again, check out the Back Row podcast network and be sure to watch the Back Row Fantasy Show live stream Friday at 9.30 or listen to it a few hours after on your favorite podcast catcher. Thanks again, guys. We'll see you next week. Go Fins.